Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Love, Sex and Psych. My name is Amy and I hope you're all having a great week so far. First of all, I just want to say I'm really sorry if I sound really nasally or my voice just sounds weird because I'm actually sick again, which is so annoying. I was literally saying in the last episode that I'm so glad to finally feel well again because I was sick the previous week, but unfortunately I'm sick again. I honestly don't know how I am getting sick so much and why it's happening like so close together. I'm just glad this time I didn't lose my voice so I can still record the podcast but sorry if I sound weird or nasally. Winter is just really getting to me this year and you know what? I think it might be because I'm kind of letting my guard down. Like during COVID I was sanitizing my hands all the time. You know we had to wear masks so I literally never got sick. But now like you don't have to wear masks. I'm not really too worried about sanitizing my hands all the time. So maybe that's why I'm getting sick because I'm just not as conscious of those sort of things. Maybe I need to start being a little bit more conscious and kind of embody lockdown me because I was quite a germaphobe back then. I'm very jealous of all of you northern hemisphere people right now that are in summer. Literally if you are in Europe right now just block me on Instagram because I can't deal with all the stories. I'm so jealous and actually I wanted to talk about how many people from all over the world are listening to the podcast like it's actually crazy. I was just having a look before because in the Spotify analytics you can see all of the countries that people are listening from and there's people listening obviously from Australia but the US, the UK, Belgium, Israel, Netherlands, Canada, Slovakia, like what? India, Hong Kong, Ecuador, Romania, Nigeria, Thailand, Cyprus, like it's crazy. There's so many random places that I would have never thought anyone would listen from like Jordan, what? So hi, if you're from any of those places, very happy to have you here. Now for this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the whole idea that you can still work on yourself while you are in a relationship. I think it's a really common idea that focusing on yourself is something that you do when you're single. You know, when you're single, it's a time to work on yourself to heal and become a better person. And when you're in a relationship, that kind of drops off because all of your attention is on someone else. But I think it's really important that we continue to focus on ourselves and work on ourselves and put effort into bettering ourselves through all stages of life, including when you're in a relationship. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why we need to be working on ourselves when we're in a relationship. I'll talk about how relationships can actually act as mirrors in our self-growth journey and they can be really beneficial to our self-growth. I will discuss whether you need to be single to find yourself and then some ways that you can focus on yourself while you are in a relationship. I'm just jumping in here to give a quick disclaimer. Although I do have a psychology degree, I'm not a registered psychologist. So please remember that any advice or recommendations I make in this podcast is not professional advice and it should not be taken in replacement to seeking professional help. If you are struggling, please reach out to your GP. Okay, back to the episode. Now, as I just said, There's a really common idea that focusing on yourself and working on yourself is something that you only do when you're single. And I will agree that working on yourself is easier when you're single because you're kind of forced to. You are in a situation where you don't have a significant other to spend majority of your time with. So 
usually you have a lot of extra time just to spend on your own and by yourself doing things solely for you and your growth and a lot of people do choose to actively put effort into their self-development and self-growth when they are single but I think the problem with this idea that working on yourself is something that only happens when you're single is that a relationship shouldn't completely take over your life and inhibit you from any self-growth or self-development and it's not like we stop growing when we're in a relationship you know you're growing and changing all throughout your life it's not like you only grow when you're single so working on yourself and putting effort into you yourself really needs to be something that we're focusing on throughout our whole lives we should always be trying to grow and become a better person and love ourselves more whether you're single whether you're in a relationship whether you're a parent whether you're married whatever stage of life you're in it needs to be a priority it does become an issue when you start putting someone else before you if you're in a relationship and you get you know tunnel vision for this one person and you start neglecting all other areas of your life that's not a healthy dynamic so looking after yourself and focusing on yourself it does allow you to have a healthier relationship because you are putting yourself as a priority just as much as you're putting your partner as a priority and I also just want to say that if you do choose to focus on yourself when you were in a relationship that doesn't make you selfish I think there is room for both there's room for you to prioritize your partner and be a really good partner and there's also room for you to look after yourself take time out just for you and do things solely for you and your growth and your development and a healthy relationship should have space and room for both of those things to flourish now as I touched on earlier it is often easier to work on yourself when you're single because you're kind of forced into a situation where working on yourself just naturally happens. You have a lot of extra alone time and you do do a lot of introspection, especially if you're dealing with a breakup. You know, you're working through quite difficult emotions and I think it's natural for a lot of people to put extra effort into themselves during that time. But now I want to talk about how you can actually use relationships, especially a good healthy relationship, to your benefit in your self-growth journey. A healthy relationship can teach you just as much about yourself as periods of being single can. This is because relationships are like mirrors and this is kind of a very spiritual saying. I'm pretty sure Deepak Chopra, I hope that's how you say his name. I'm pretty sure he said this but relationships are like mirrors because they reflect to us both the good and the not so good parts of ourselves. So for example, being in a relationship can show you the really good parts of yourself. It can show you that you're an incredibly selfless and loving person. But on the other hand, it might highlight to you that you do sometimes struggle to communicate certain issues or sometimes maybe you don't feel lovable or maybe sometimes you can't trust as easily as you would like to. So relationships can be a time where we can really do a lot of self-reflection and when you are in a healthy and supportive relationship this is a really good opportunity to identify the areas of yourself that need work and actually work on them with the support of someone that loves you. A lot of quite emotional things maybe even childhood traumas do come up when you are getting emotionally vulnerable with someone. They just naturally come up when you're loving someone maybe deep-rooted views that you have about about love and how you receive love and give love come up and get triggered 
And, you know, you can either push these down or you can choose to deal with them. You can choose to self-reflect and actively put effort into your self-growth and self-love journey by dealing with them. You know, we can learn through all stages of life if you allow yourself to learn, if you allow yourself to reflect and you are open to developing and growing. And in a healthy relationship, I think if a relationship is going to last, there needs to be room for both people to grow and change. Now, speaking of a relationship being kind of like a teacher and teaching you a lot, I've got a little announcement to make. (laughs) There is a new man in my life. I want to share my experience and I want to be transparent because... I've shared like everything that I'm going through currently on this podcast. So, and this is what I'm currently going through. This is what's happening in my life. So I want to share it. So I am in a new relationship. I have a lovely boyfriend. He is literally amazing. And guys, it is the most healthy and like beautiful, loving, just perfect relationship I've ever been in. Like I've never experienced anything like it. It's just so calm and peaceful and it really is teaching me so much about myself and about love and about relationships. I'm just going to get really transparent here and talk a little bit about how I was feeling when I was getting into this new relationship because I've been very transparent all about, you know, becoming newly single and dealing with a breakup and self-love and my healing journey and whatever. I was a little bit apprehensive for myself to get into a new relationship, especially it being a little bit quicker than I was originally planning for or hoping for, just because I was doing so much work on myself and I didn't want to lose that because in the past when I've been in unhealthy relationships I was the person that had real tunnel vision and I had a tendency to put someone else before me and I really neglected my own needs. It was not a good time and I didn't want anything like that to happen again. I didn't want to go backwards on my healing journey. My thoughts were I'm not going to deny myself this amazing, loving, really special connection with someone that is literally so perfect and amazing just because it's happening a little bit sooner than I was expecting. And I did kind of have a pep talk with myself that if I'm going to get into a new relationship right now, a lot sooner than I was thinking I would, then I need to keep up all the self-care practices. I need to keep going with this healing journey and I need to, you know, still keep myself as number one priority just as I was doing when I was single. If I can't do that, then that's a sign that, you know, this isn't right and that I'm not ready. And I'll be the first to admit that during the first few weeks, I was like, oh, can I do this? I don't know. I was getting really swept up in the love bubble. I was getting swept up in him, but I think that's only normal. You know, you're just so excited that you have this new connection and that it's going really well. But now I've gotten back into my routine. Things have settled down. I'm able to keep up all the self-care practices that I was doing when I was single. I'm still journaling every day. I'm reading. I'm exercising when I'm not sick. (laughs) I'm still seeing my friends a lot. And it's just really important to me to do that. And I am actually really proud of myself Because as I said, in the past, I've really neglected myself and that was a telltale sign that I was in the wrong relationship. So I just feel like the fact that I'm able to look after myself now and still love somebody else and prioritize them just as much as I'm prioritizing myself, I think that shows major 
growth and just self-love and I'm really really happy and I think allowing myself to kind of continue on my healing journey and not you know neglecting it and not being completely swept up in another person it's really allowing me to learn a lot from this new relationship and I just feel like my healing journey is just changing and it's just looking different to how it was when I was single but it is still so I don't know the word it's just still feels so like profound it still feels like I'm learning so much every day I'm learning what I deserve in a relationship I'm getting better at communicating I'm really realizing that relationships are like mirrors I'm getting reflected to me the good and the bad parts myself that might need work and I'm opening myself up to that I'm journaling about it I'm reflecting and I'm trying to become a better person not just for me now but for my lovely boyfriend now I want to talk about the whole idea of whether you can find yourself while you are in a relationship I've heard so many times I need to be single right now because I'm trying to find myself or I can't be with you because I need to find myself. But in my opinion, if you're in a good, healthy relationship that's satisfying, there should be enough room for both people to grow and change in that relationship and continue finding themselves as many times as they need to as the relationship progresses. Because finding yourself isn't something that just happens once during your life. You know, you don't suddenly find yourself and then you know yourself for the rest of your life. We're always changing, evolving and learning. So you're probably going to have to find yourself so many times. In a relationship, both people are going to grow and they are going to change. And they don't need to be growing or changing in the same direction or in the same way or even at the same time. But they should be growing in kind of a similar or complementary way if the relationship is to last and be strong. If the relationship is like that and it's satisfying and healthy, then you can definitely find yourself while you are in a relationship and you can focus on self-growth and self-development with the support of someone that really loves you. But in order to be able to focus on yourself and grow, the relationship does need to be healthy. If a relationship isn't entirely healthy it's probably holding you back from personal evolution if you do feel like you have this feeling that you know you need to be alone to grow and to find yourself then you probably should listen to your gut instincts maybe that's just a sign that during this particular season of life your self-growth needs to be something that you do alone you know even though throughout this episode I've been kind of arguing that you can work on yourself when you're in a relationship I do still think throughout your life you do need time alone I think that's really important but my whole point is that If you are in a relationship, you still should be prioritizing self-growth and a relationship needs to be a space where you can still grow. If you feel like you can't grow or change or focus on yourself, then maybe that relationship isn't right for you. Now, the final thing I want to talk about for this episode is just a few things you can do to focus on yourself while you are in a relationship. You know, it's all well and good for me to say, focus on yourself while you're in a relationship. You know, you need to be prioritizing yourself. You need to be loving yourself. But that's easier said than done. We don't always know how to work on our self-development and self-growth. And it can feel really overwhelming. Working on yourself and your self-development doesn't always necessarily look like yoga five times a day, meditation for an hour every morning 
going on a spiritual trek up a mountain like it can be very simple and tangible and that's why it's possible to do whether you're single whether you're in a relationship or whatever it doesn't need to be this extravagant spiritual awakening you can work on yourself and you can grow no matter where you are in life or no matter what you're going through okay the first thing that you can do to focus on yourself while you're in a relationship and I think this is very important and I think it's something that should be prioritized for everyone is spend time alone now this doesn't mean you need to go on a solo trip for a week which great if you want to do that but even if it's just literally like an hour out of your day just to do something on your own is very very beneficial and it's just a moment of self-love and complete self-care and it's a moment when you are really prioritizing you and I know this might be difficult if you live with your partner or if you have kids and you have a full-on lifestyle but as I said it doesn't need to be a week solo trip to Jamaica you know you might just take yourself for a walk around the block listen to a nice podcast or some relaxing music and just take time out to yourself maybe you're going to get your nails done maybe you're just going for a drive just taking time to yourself and just decompressing even if you have the most beautiful healthy relationship and you love spending time with your partner it's still so important to just ground yourself have a moment to yourself just breathe and literally just relax a relationship should be complementary to your life you should never feel that if you lost a relationship you wouldn't be able to live I think no matter how much you love your boyfriend or girlfriend you still need to know within yourself that if they left you you would be okay and I think spending time alone consistently proves to yourself that you would be okay if they left you it's not you know anticipating the worst it's just living your life for you not solely for somebody else because putting someone else completely before you is an issue and it's not healthy and it's not healthy to feel that this person left you your life would come crumbling down obviously you would be sad it would be horrible to lose the person that you love but I think it's just really important to feel that you would eventually be okay and you can live without someone Number two is nurture your friendships. This might seem really obvious, but it is very easy to kind of neglect your friendships and let them fall on the back burner when you're in a relationship, especially if you're really happy and you want to spend every day with this person. But friendships are so important. And again, it's going back to the whole idea that you need to feel that if this relationship ended, you would be okay. You have a life outside of this person and you have other people that love you. Number three is setting personal goals that don't involve your partner or your relationship. So for example, these might be fitness goals or career goals. And I think this is important because It allows you to have a sense of identity outside of your relationship and it gives you something to work towards that doesn't involve your partner. It's exciting to set relationship goals. It's exciting to have things to strive towards like maybe in two years we want to go on a Europe trip together or in three years we want to get married blah 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 but you are not defined by your relationship. Your relationship isn't the only thing in your life. Yes it may be a huge part of your life but it's not the only thing in your life. You still need to have personal goals and especially if you want to grow and work on yourself and become a better person 
personal goals is how you're going to level up and improve yourself. And number four is to journal. I've spoken about journaling a lot in the podcast. If you've listened to the podcast, you'll know how much of an advocate I am for journaling. I think whatever stage of life you're in, whether you're single or in a relationship, whatever, journaling is one of the best things to do to improve yourself, to focus on yourself and to grow. It's such a good way of just reflecting on how you're feeling. You can look back on old journal entries and see how much you've grown. And also specifically, if you are in a relationship and you still want to focus on your self-growth, journaling can be a really good way to reflect on what your relationship is teaching you and maybe the good and bad parts of yourself that are coming up due to being in this relationship and it gives you a tangible place you know you're literally writing on a piece of paper what your relationship is teaching you how you're changing what you maybe want to change in yourself to be a better person in this relationship so yeah I think journaling is so so important it's probably one of the best things that I've ever done in my self-love journey and in my self-growth journey and I think it's one of the things that has helped me the most to become a more reflective person and a more self-aware person. I think a lot of people get maybe a bit intimidated by journaling because it is hard especially if you haven't done it before it feels like I I don't know what to write like this doesn't sound good but honestly don't worry about it sounding good. Literally just scribble words on paper it doesn't even need to make sense especially if you're first starting to get into it I think just the best thing to do is just try and dump your brain out onto the paper without trying to make it sound good or poetic or whatever even without trying to make it make sense just get it out on paper and eventually it does become easier even recording like yourself talking like in a video or recording voice memos is really good I used to do that a lot actually god forbid anyone ever steal my laptop because there's just like 20 minute videos of me talking (laughs) on it but that's really good if you feel like you can't get the words out on paper especially because sometimes for me anyway I feel like my brain moves a lot quicker than my hand can keep up with when I'm trying to journal so in that sense recording yourself speaking is really good that's just my advice if you've never journaled before hopefully that made sense and hopefully that helps okay guys that was everything I wanted to discuss for this episode all about working on yourself while you're in a relationship. I really hope you enjoyed it and you gained something from it. If you haven't already, please give the podcast a star rating on Spotify. I would love that. And also follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok, which is just love, sex and psych on both. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.